I'm about to show you a performance. The performer is a South Carolina senator, a politician running for president, and he's starting to feel his oats. He's starting to get his game on. He's getting used to being in front of the crowd. You can tell that he can feed off the energy a bit. Let's watch Tim Scott talk about the United Auto Workers strike by turning back the clock to the PATCO strike of 1981. I think Ronald Reagan gave us a a great example when federal employees decided they were going to strike. He said, you strike, you're fired. Simple concept to me, to the extent that we could use that once again. Absolutely. The second thing I would do, though, is very important. This is probably not a well-known fact. The first thing, part of the challenge that we have today with President Biden is, and I don't mean this to be disingenuous, I mean this to be sincere. I'm not sure if the words are bought and paid for, but it certainly he has been uh, leased by the, by the unions. And I say that because the first bill he passed, you, y'all remember the $1.9 trillion COVID relief package? That only had 1% for COVID vaccines? It had $86 billion, I believe for union pensions because they keep making these deals and as a result of the deal they promise too much deliver too little and the taxpayers pick up the tab now first it is incredible that a united states senator can possibly be so ignorant It's why we probably shouldn't get rid of teaching history in schools, because someday some of those kids may grow up to be senators. And unlike Tim Scott, it would be healthy and helpful in moments if those senators knew what it was that they were talking about. Now, the UAW strike of 2023 has exactly absolutely nothing to do with the PATCO air traffic controller strike of 1981. But something Tim Scott said, talking about the air traffic controller strike of 1981, has a lot of relevance to workers in 2023. Sometimes politicians, when they're sloppy, Say the quiet part out loud. Let's watch Tim Scott do it again when he says, if you strike, you should be fired as a worker. I think Ronald Reagan gave us a, Ronald Reagan gave us a great example when federal employees decided they were going to strike. He said, you strike, you're fired. Simple concept to me. No, Tim Scott, that's not how it works in America. I'm going to explain this to you. In the mid-19th century, there was something called the Industrial Revolution. What the Industrial Revolution was, Senator, was an epoch in history when people who worked on farms began to move into the cities as machines began to mass-produce products that could be sold at an increasingly globalized scale. Now, there were the people who owned the factories, 
and the geniuses who invented the machines. And then there were the people who worked in the factories. And society had to deal with a changing circumstance and dynamic. The people who worked in the factories, were they entitled to dignity? Were they entitled to a decent living from their labor? Were they slaves, indentured servants, disposable? Were they the equivalent of what you see in China today, slave labor? And in the United States of America, through a long process of struggle and sacrifice, the American labor movement was born the union movement. And in the United States, Senator, workers have a right to organize and they have a right to strike. Now, in 1981, the air traffic controllers went on strike. And there was a problem with that. The problem has nothing to do with anything that the UAW workers are talking about today. The problem in 1981 was a 1955 law. It made it illegal for federal employees to go on strike. Now, Tim Scott, I'm going to set the record straight about the history on this for you a bit so you can do better when you're on television next time. So one, you probably didn't know. In 1980, PATCO endorsed Ronald Reagan, as did the Teamsters. It made sense. Ronald Reagan was the only union president to ever become president of the United States. He was president of the Screen Actors Guild, which currently, like the United Auto Workers and the Writers Guild of America, is out on strike. Now, the reason for the strike is because those people are part of a process that creates billions in profits and they don't get a fair cut of the profits. What they get is detritus, a sprinkling, not a living wage. But at any rate, what the Writers Guild of America, what the United Auto Workers, and what the Screen Actors Guild have in common, as opposed to PATCO, is that those union members are not federal government employees. They are private sector employees. The UAW senator is not the federal government workforce. And they have a right under law to strike and your calls to fire the UAW workers who are demanding higher wages so they can send their kids to college is deeply offensive and wrong and a historic. Now, coming back to Ronald Reagan in 1981, what he promised the air traffic controllers was that he would negotiate in good faith. When they went out on strike, whether you think Reagan was right or wrong, Reagan took that strike 
as an assault on his presidency and on his authority. And Ronald Reagan used his maximum power under the law to end the strike. Again, this has nothing to do whatsoever with anything that's happening 40 years later. But for Tim Scott, it's always 1980. It's always the Reagan revolution. It's always Ronald Reagan's morning in America, despite the fact that it's Donald Trump's MAGA Republican Party today. And that is a dark party, an insidious force that is advancing fascism in America. Now, in the end, when Ronald Reagan fired the air traffic controllers, someone paid attention to that. The Soviets. Many years later in the archives, the correspondence between Soviet officials watching domestic politics in the United States play out, wrote to each other and they said, this American president is different. He means what he says. He will do exactly what he says. Here's the point about that. Our foreign adversaries haven't stopped watching our domestic politics. When they see people like Tim Scott, when they see the eight clowns on a Republican debate stage raise their hands and say, we pledge forever fidelity to the man who tried to burn down the Constitution. When they see Kevin McCarthy, when they see Lauren Boebert, and mark my words, they do see them. What they see is decay. What they see is weakness. And what they confuse is the national character for the lack of character in our politicians. Everything that matters in this moment, every virtue that you can think of is under assault. That's why it's important to understand when you hear a United States Senator talk that they have no idea what they're talking about. 